kinds of people with all kinds of needs. Mm-hmm. Right? You were talking, I think, one big focus of uh, where our car is going right now instead of being like competitive to like what uh, you know Turo and Get Around does, which mm-hmm. is a full hands-off experience. Mm-hmm. You know, if I, if there were some people who were like, oh, but uh, what if uh, I need to, uh, the, the, the deductible is $2,000 mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. In a car rental business, that's normal, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you're a car rental company, that's yeah. okay. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, like, new. It's just a lot of people are used to the $0 deductible mm-hmm. yeah. because you're paying, mm-hmm. like, a really large mm-hmm. uh, amount upfront. Um, so, like, am I, am I understanding right that you guys are, like, heading into a direction where you're, like... I guess leveraging people who want to start their own car rental company or car rental companies that want to kind of like get into this whole car share. Yeah, like, um, yeah. that's that's definitely a, a great way to put it. I think that uh, the focus of, of the company has been to really, you know, we are a pl- platform, mm-hmm. like we are a tool, mm-hmm. and we're a tool to people and companies who want to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, we've had a set way of doing things where we have a certain, you know, um, cut we take from the rentals and we have a certain you know, insurance coverage where, you know, we're moving to a place where um, we're really listening to the people already, um, you know, operating on the platform, mm-hmm. but also, um, okay, how do we cater to better cater to their needs? Mm-hmm. So when you have a rental car company or a dealership or, you know, a commercial entity mm-hmm. on our platform saying, hey, you know, I have my tools and I have mm-hmm. my customer service mm-hmm. and I have my insurance and I have this and that. Mm-hmm. Why don't you, um, you know, just give me the demand portion of it mm-hmm. and, you know, take, you know, whatever you want to take and then just, you know, but I want to minimize the portion of you taking something out of my mm-hmm. pocket, you know, minimize it and let me take care of, like, run me my, my, run my business the way I want to run. Mm-hmm. And we want to, you know, leverage those people um, as well as the people who were saying, hey, you know, I just want peace of mind and mm-hmm. I want, um, you know, take whatever you want from me, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Go ahead. Take and, 70% yeah. <laughs> yeah, we would love that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, take as much as you want. Uh-huh. But, you know, really give me the peace of mind. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, you know, we really took as feedback from all the people who have been operating on our platform, both active and inactive. And it might have been a reason why they dropped off. That, and that's mm-hmm. why. So we're really taking that in and we're really forming a process where, like I said before, like we're the advocate for the customer and we're the advocate for the owner. We're the mm-hmm. biggest advocate for the owner. Mm-hmm. And we want to give all the tools that they need to run their business as they see fit. Mm-hmm. So, it is a car sharing platform, in essence, mm-hmm. um, in terms of you know the technology we we'll provide. But it is um, a completely different type of customer and yeah. a completely type of different type of you know fleet we're looking at mm-hmm. um, when you compare our operations to like Turo or Get Around or any other car mm-hmm. sharing platform. Yeah. So putting us all into one bucket is actually not the best way to approach things and you know the needs of the owners are going to be the need the need of a fleet operator for you know Turo or get around is going to be different than need of a fleet operator that's listing on hire car there's going to be completely different so and when you compare the services and experiences to one and each other that's why the education process of you know Mm -hmm. us educating or us being educated mm-hmm. by these fleet operators is, mm-hmm. is going to come into play. So mm-hmm. we're a new company, so we're learning, and we're very open. We're like sponges, yeah. and we right. want to take as much as information as we can yeah. from our mm-hmm. and the needs of our customers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I think you got a really good point there. That's something I feel like I want to bring up is that like everything is kind of new. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people don't know how to handle certain things, certain situations mm-hmm. at this point, and you can't really say like, oh, this is not perfect. Well, nothing is really mm-hmm. like. 
a lot there are a lot of legislations that are coming out mm-hmm. um you know the chicago just had a big kind of problem yep. but it kind of got pushed away for now <laughs> yeah. i think uh like colorado area is also going through something similar at this mm-hmm. point and like every, nobody really knows what's what's happening with this whole like mm-hmm. car sharing where you're anyway yeah. it's, it's it's confusing but yeah. um yeah i think like i think just that clarity of like who you're catering to you're mm-hmm. not catering to this like just random person who wants to rent his fifty thousand dollar Mercedes on the weekends to mm-hmm. subsidize the payments. That's yeah. not your customer. Yeah, exactly. and you're well, like I mean, host customer, and then mm-hmm. also your customer. Customer is also not looking for that. Yeah, your customer. Customer doesn't have a car or has a car in a shop mm-hmm. for X Y Z reason, but needs to either work exactly. or to. Mm-hmm. I guess for pleasure as well. Like I'm not sure how, like, what your market share in that sense, like so, for work or mm-hmm. for pleasure, is. Yeah. If you want to um, share that, that would be yeah. We um, so our customers are specifically rideshare drivers, okay. and that's something that we kind of knock out in the sign up process. Mm-hmm. So that's something that. Um, you know, we wanted to do just right here. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't want to do, we didn't want to do what Trude's doing. We didn't want to do what Get mm-hmm. On is doing, or we didn't want to do, you know, any other platform author right. is doing. Um, that's what, you know, distinguishes us. And mm-hmm. that's what, that's why, you know, people who need that type of mm-hmm. service are coming to us yeah. and they can't go to any other, you know, right. customer. And the insurance product and the, you know, the services and the type of platform we offer is, you know, all catered around that. And it's one mm-hmm. big service, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, when a driver is signing up on our platform, that's something that we make sure to ask and say, mm-hmm. hey, you need to be, uh, you know, um, a, a, a verified TNC mm-hmm. um, rideshare driver. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you sign up with, you know, Uber or Lyft or Postmates or Grubhub, mm-hmm. one of them, as long as you need, you need to be verified with one of them mm-hmm. to show intent that that's why you're using the vehicle. Right. And that's why, um, you know, we do... And you know, and the reason why we ask that is because mm-hmm. we only want to do this. We want right. to just offer for right share for now. So mm-hmm. that's something we would knock out, like I said, during the sign up process. Mm-hmm. And um, once we have that driver kind of go through our background check process, right. we team them up. Um, of course, these rentals go from anywhere from two days to you know thirty days to right. sixty days to whatever. They're yeah. not going to be driving. 24 hours of the day yeah, right yeah. so they might be driving 80 eight hours a day six uh-huh. hours a day and then a few hours a day you know they're mm-hmm. kind of running their errands and everything mm-hmm. but you know our services um you know bundled around you know making sure that this vehicle is being used or an income for that person and mm-hmm. that's the type of that's the marketing material we send out mm-hmm. and that's the type of promotional mm-hmm. stuff that we mm-hmm. do and that's why for example we don't have a calendar because right. we know that these drivers are renting for a longer period of time yeah. and this is their you know, income resource, right. and they're looking to rent for a longer period of time, uh-huh. and not just for four days or three right. days or so. Or for like two hours, exactly. You need to go pick up someone and show off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So the entire platform is it revolves around that idea uh-huh. that this is a source of income for that specific renter. Okay. So. Okay. Um, yeah. And where do you, where do you see that going? Like in the future, I guess. Like so, we're we're at a first, I guess, mm-hmm. car sharing conference. So that's. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, very interesting, I think, because a lot of people just showed up and like nobody was knew what was gonna happen. Like, what, oh yeah, no, but, and it was it was an interesting one. <laughs> and I was like, and I am the first speaker. Great, yes. <laughs> just like you guys have no so one's much gonna love, wake like, up. <laughs> yeah, no one's gonna wake up and come here. And, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, but the like, way, where do you see this going? Like mm-hmm. this whole like car, like you know, you you mentioned that you know dealers are making less sales and like people mm-hmm. want to own less things. So this is just a fact, right? Mm-hmm. This is just yeah. reality. Um, I think a lot of people are talking about like oh for you you're you're not getting a car anymore mm-hmm. for your birthday 
You're getting Uber credits. Exactly. I was going to say that. I would have loved like $500 Uber credits. Yeah, <laughs> Save so much money. Yeah. yeah, because it's so much easier and yeah. safer. And, you know, if I, if, if I put my own experience, even like ever since I started doing this whole mm -hmm. like car sharing business mm -hmm. and stuff, like I don't want to drive so much. Yeah. I, I'm like, it's I just enjoy, hassle, I enjoy yeah. like Ubering around. Like, <laughs> this is so much more fun. I meet so many people in Uberpool. <laughs> like, yeah. it's ridiculous. But, um, I mean, that's a really good point. Like, where do yeah. we see this going? Right. And, um, you know, there are a lot of critics out there that say, mm. you know, this is a bubble and it's going to burst. It's not like Uber is a bubble, it's mm. going to burst. Sure. Which, you know, they're entitled to their opinion. Mm -hmm. But the way, as Hirecar, we see this going is we as a company are. I mean, and one one of the things that I've mentioned in the mm -hmm. speech was that, you know, ride the wave. Mm -hmm. Just because there is this problem doesn't mm -hmm. mean you cannot turn into a solution. And right. that's where we come in. And mm -hmm. we say to, you know, dealerships who are not, mm -hmm. you know, making it as much as sales as they did mm -hmm. before, I we go we go to them and say, Hey, you know, we so dealerships go through these processes where right. um This next upcoming few months is, um, you know, income tax refunds, mm -hmm. and people get a lot of, you know, get a really nice check, yeah. and they go buy a car. Oh. And I've been telling our dealership partners, like, you're not going to sell as many yeah. as you think this yeah. year, just yeah. letting you know. Yeah. And they're like, well, I just want to keep these cars just for sale. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. all right, we'll talk in about an hour, you know, in, yeah, a, in yeah. a month or two. Yeah. In a month or two, they're going to come back and say, you were right. We didn't sell, you know, 20 cars. We only sold mm -hmm. 10, for mm -hmm. example. So that's going to get even less and less, obviously, going forward. Mm -hmm. And the hire car's main focus has been to really um, enable those dealerships, as well as any fleet operators like mm -hmm. the attending here today mm -hmm. to give the tool so that you are participating in this changing mobility scene mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so that you do have a fleet for rideshare because Uber and Lyft are spending so much money and time recruiting drivers. They're doing mm -hmm. the heavy work actually yeah. for us and yeah. they send us all the leads as well. And mm -hmm. now we're at a place where all we have to do is match that driver who's looking to drive to make right. income to meet the passenger needs, right. the demand side from a passenger side, mm -hmm. and then match them up with a car. That's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And it's not like cars are going somewhere. We're just taking them from the hands of you know one owner mm -hmm. and giving one car to many owners, mm -hmm. right? Many users. Yeah. And that's what we're, we're doing, and that's where we think this is going. Mm -hmm. And car sharing is pretty much in line with where, what, we're, you know, what mm -hmm. we're trying to do as well. Yeah. There's going to be less you know, car ownership. Mm -hmm. There's going to be, you know, one or two probably fleet operators in every neighborhood where they have mm -hmm. multiple cars yep. and then like any, every single house is going to kind of come, come to that fleet operator and then they're just mm -hmm. going to say, okay, I'm going to rent this car for this many hours or this many days and then they just kind of work around that. So mm -hmm. instead of having two cars in every single driveway, you're going to have one driveway with probably like five or six cars mm -hmm. and then you're going to have like 10 houses where they, that's kind of the supply for that neighborhood. Right. So that's the type of, you know, model that we think the world is mm -hmm. going towards mm -hmm. and that's how you know auto giants are really aligning their interests yep. with and yep. one of the things I did mention was you know they're looking at all these different you know options and they're providing these all these little solutions you know Ford has a subscription based model yep. and a car sharing model same with you know GM they mm -hmm. have Maven and they have you know um, I think they have Lincoln like car sharing platform as well which is you know they have subscription they have car sharing they have you know they have all these little things and mm -hmm. everybody's trying to see where like which one's going to pick up you right. know yeah. and it may not necessarily be one thing that's going to pick up mm -hmm. it may be like four or five of these things right. are going to pick up peer-to-peer -peer has picked up fairly quickly it's mm -hmm. really easy for a lot of people to start using yeah. these so 
Because people buy yeah. from people at the end of the day. Yeah, and all, yeah. yeah, and like as I mentioned, I have vehicles on multiple platforms, yeah. and one platform would be you know someone who lives in my neighborhood, and mm-hmm. you know that person needs a car for four days that their car is in the shop, and yeah. they'll just come and pick up the car from me, mm-hmm. or I have a car on hire car, and I know that this driver needs this car for the next six months, but mm-hmm. he can only pay on a weekly basis, and. And that's both are great, yeah. you know. Like, and I'm not using either of those cars. I'm Ubering to work, <laughs> so that's where I'm going. <laughs> I'm not spending any more money on car right. payments, or yeah. you know, I don't. I don't want to spend any more out of pocket costs for car mm-hmm. payments or financing mm-hmm. or insurance. Yeah, and that's where I am as mm-hmm. a person. Mm-hmm. And um, I see that a lot of the millennials, especially, mm-hmm. um, are we're getting lazier and lazier. We want everything so convenient now, you know, in our pocket, in our phones, right mm-hmm. away. I want a car right now. I don't yeah. want to go to a dealership and buy a car. Yeah. I don't want to negotiate. And I certainly don't want a six-year contract for financing or lease or whatever it yeah, is. Because where are you going to be next month? Exactly. We're yeah. f- it's Like f- we have mobility so exactly. easily accessible. Yeah, mobility within, like as individuals, right. we're so mobile now yeah. than our parents were. Uh-huh. So um, it's no longer about what type of car you drive. It's right. about... Just where you know, you yeah, where you are exactly. Having. What's the experience? And hey, if I want to pamper for myself, sure, I'll go with Uber Lux. You know, <laughs> so that's that's the promise right. of the new generation, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it's pretty much it. We don't have the income potential that our right. parents had. So right. that's just a fact of it. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to, you know, put try to put on more debt to a person who's already graduated with thousands of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. of debt and student loans? Um, and that's for people who actually graduate from college, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of people who are in you know really tough spots mm-hmm. in today's world. So yeah. that's where the whole convenience and you know the cash flow side of things come mm-hmm. from. It's mm-hmm. not about assets and how, how much assets right. you have anymore. Yeah. It's about how much money coming in and out of your bank account every, every day. Every month, yeah. Every that's month. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think um, you know going back to the idea of like you have maybe a couple of fleet operators per neighborhoods mm-hmm. that would handle this. I think. All that together, um, and st- basically, instead of dealing with individual providers, mm-hmm. let's say if we're bringing back to the idea of like Uber and Lyft being like the two major providers for a mm-hmm. rideshare, um, whereas each city would have multiple taxi companies, mm-hmm. and each of that taxi companies would have a process, and mm-hmm. each of them would have a phone number, and each of them would have to support all yeah. these people. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So essentially, what's happening now is that you're mixing all those people together, you're mm-hmm. putting them into one batch. Mm-hmm. So then Uber does what Uber does best, which is connecting the customer and placing the, the order and connecting to the right driver yeah. and everything. And then the driver does what he does best. Mm-hmm. He Drive. just says, okay, accept. Yeah, accept. accept, I'll be there in uh-huh. two minutes and yeah. shows up and brings you to wherever you need mm-hmm. to be and gives you a good conversation and mm-hmm. a bottle of water and gets a five-star review. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then you're coming in as providing the driver with the vehicle instead of mm-hmm. him having to deal, oh my God, what do I have to buy? Like, okay, is this car a good deal? Is this... Mm-hmm. And then the person who actually owns the vehicle, mm-hmm. they learn how to properly maintain them, how to properly exactly. get them going mm-hmm. and everything. So everybody's kind of like, uh, I guess we're going back to the Ford model, mm-hmm. but like on the l- way larger scale, instead yeah. of like a manufacturing, it's a service provider base. Yeah, um, yeah I just came up with it. What, what do you think about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just came up. 
And it, it, it is a very fair, you know, obviously a way of looking at things. In 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 essence, everyone left our like. I mean, like I said, there there were supposed to be replacements to like cabs, like yellow right. cabs. And yeah. I remember back in the day, um, I think Uber came out maybe like literally like my last semester of college mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And it was then they were still doing these like Uber um, black cars. They mm-hmm. didn't have Uber X or right. anything like that. It was just literally like a town car that would show mm-hmm. up at your door, and it was mm-hmm. kind of expensive and. You know, so I remember that, and back then, if and I, I went to USC, so it's like downtown LA, mm-hmm. and we wanted to go out to like a bar or something. Mm-hmm. You would call Yellow Cab, and we would call like four different cab companies mm-hmm. to uh, like have just one cab to take us to mm-hmm. you know downtown, which yeah. is probably like what not even three miles away. Honestly, right. we could probably walk it. Yeah, and. <laughs> And hope to God that one of them will show up, right. you know, or they'll actually like let you know that they're here or something yeah. like that. So it just made things a lot easier to mm-hmm. what people wanted. Mm-hmm. And we wanted, you know, I, wa- I wanted to be able to see if I could get that car at the time that I wanted, mm-hmm. which is what the whole promise of the on-demand economy right. is. Yeah. And now you have a car in front of you and I don't care what that car is as long as it yeah. gets me somewhere that I need, yeah. right? And it's a very, very old concept. You know, it's, it's just, a, you know, age-old concept. Uh-huh. Now you're just making it a lot more accessible, yeah. a lot more reasonably priced and it's just, and you basically, you, operating off of you know volume but mm-hmm. now you have the renter or the driver who wants to you know drive for uber so they're earning income you have the vehicle owner who rents mm-hmm. it out to them through hire car they're, mm-hmm. they're earning income and then you have the manufacturer of that you know vehicle mm-hmm. is obviously or the dealership who's yeah. earning income yeah. right and now you have all these layers and you have all these you know more people actually making money mm-hmm. off of that right. tree instead of just one person or the, mm-hmm. the cab company, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point of it. Like you're, instead of having like just kind of like one, you know, just one tree, one branch, you mm-hmm. have one tree and multiple branches and everybody's taking advantage of this economy. Of each other. So, yeah, yeah, everybody's winning. Everybody's Basically. winning, exactly. Yeah. So drivers are winning because, mm-hmm. you know, they're, the trips are longer. So like I mm-hmm. said, there people are using this as means of transportation, mm-hmm. not just to go to the bar three blocks down. Mm -hmm. They're actually taking, you know, instead of driving from Los Angeles Orange County, which is about a 45 minute drive, Mm -hmm. they're taking an Uber Mm -hmm. with like, you know, three other people and splitting Mm -hmm. costs, right? Mm -hmm. So it just makes sense, obviously. And I'm not driving and I'm not paying for parking. I'm not trying to find parking, which is a huge issue here in Southern California. And now you just have um, convenience. It's easy. It's reasonably priced. Mm -hmm. And you get in, get out, get out, and you just don't think about it anymore. And you focus on what mind. you do best, exactly. with whatever that is, either yeah. cutting people up or driving. Or <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, cool, awesome. Yeah. So anyway, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, you too. Um, thank you. Um,